Welcome to the StatMed Podcast, where we teach you how to study in med school and how to pass board-style exams. Your host is Ryan Orwig, a learning specialist with more than a decade of experience working with med students and physicians. In this episode, Ryan and Dr. Jim Colhane, Assistant Dean for Student Academic Success Programs and Professor of Pharmaceutical Sciences at Notre Dame of Maryland University School of Pharmacy, share their insights on preparing for medical boards. In part one, they dig into strategies for students to avoid when prepping for medical boards. You know, being um, being strategic with your exam preparation and following a process that utilizes good um, productivity skills, time um, um, study skills, and those sorts of approaches that will get you the best results versus the mentality of you're just gonna you're gonna gut through, plow through the material. You're putting in long days. You're doing a lot of hard work, but you're getting very little return on your investment. Hi, everyone. This is the StatMed Podcast. My name is Dr. James Colhane. I'm the Assistant Dean for Student Academic Success Programs at Notre Dame of Maryland University. And today I'm hijacking the StatMed Podcast uh, to interview the founder of the uh, StatMed program, Mr. Ryan Orwig. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about board preparation. It's the board preparation season for most students. And we thought it would be a great idea for us to have a conversation about how to maximize your preparation for uh, the boards and to get the most out of your setting. How you doing, Ryan? I mean, it's great. You've just hijacked my uh, podcast. It's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a great position to be in. in, in a, it's in my, a weird it's way. my first one. It's my first one hosting. So uh, you'll have to cut me some slack, <laughs> okay? Hey, it's not a problem. Go for it. Go for it. So yeah, let's let's talk about board prep how, as it applies to, and and this this is going to apply to anybody from any of the USMLE or Comlexes to the Naplex to uh, the Navli. Uh, to any any specialty board at all, but I think especially coming out of you know your didactics and your initial clinical rotations, you you then have to prep for these boards, right? And that's what we're going to talk about. Absolutely. So um, I was in I was in a uh, board prep uh, review class with some of my fourth year pharmacy students uh, yesterday as they were beginning uh, their on camp their last six weeks of on five or six weeks of on campus. Um, experiences. And uh, we were talking a little bit about some approaches and strategies that can help them. And um, I knew that uh, you would be the guy to talk to about this. So let me start off by asking you, Ryan, with regards to, you know, the process for studying for board exams. How is that different in your mind from actually studying for a class in your didactic curriculum? You know, they're, they seem to me to be related, but different in some aspects. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if we're talking about going from like classroom learning or even rotational learning, uh, as, as dense and fury, fast and furious as all that information is, it's still more compartmentalized. It's still mm-hmm. more finite in scope. I mean, when you're coming out of the classroom years, as much as so many students hate, you know, lecture based learning or being under the umbrella of a, of a course, you're still getting a consistent dissemination of information that's coming at you, right? Selected by the professors with objectives. And again, whether or not somebody finds those useful or not, it's still more finite and it's still more directive. Um, Obviously, when you get to boards, there's just so much information. You're now accountable for everything. You're probably familiar with a lot of it, but then where's the familiarity in and where does the knowledge begin? 
where are the gaps in a given person's knowledge? And now in the current era we live in, there are so many resources out there that are geared for the boards telling you what you need to know. So, I mean, one of the problems I think is choosing a single or just, you know, 1A, 1B source to master. One of the big problems is people will buy three, four, five review programs or Mm -hmm. get access to various review programs in one way or the other. And then they're spending so much time jockeying between them or sorting between them. It's that illusion of productivity stuff where they're familiar with a variety of resources, but they've mastered, they've mastered nothing. That's one, I think of the big differences is now you've got so much information out there and you have access to it now and you get all the stuff and you spend all this time messing around with it, organizing it, toggling between it, but you don't become a master of any of it. You don't really know what your workflow is. Right. Like if you're in lecture, ba- a lecture based learning curriculum in those first few years uh, of med school, pharmacy school, vet school, uh, or even in, like I said, clinical rotations, there is a workflow and a scope. There's, a, it's structured. A scope of, it's very structured much, and, and, right. and, it's, and it's compartmentalized. You're absolutely right. Structure and compartmentalization. And, and, and if not a singular voice, a few voices driving right. you through. And then you get on the other. And it's all new for the most part. You get to boards and it's like, yeah, I've seen all this stuff. And then people, then there's also like the guilt factor of like, oh, I should know this better than I do because I have seen it before. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, that's going to be such a wide ranging thing. Uh, It doesn't really matter. You are where you are when it comes to, to board prep. And that's where you've landed. You got to deal with it. And I think I, I always think workflow is an issue, but like whenever it comes, you get to board prep, where do you start? What is the sequence? Uh, right. You know, ab- absolutely. And I think I was telling you, you know, we were talking before we started to record this, you know, as I as I went down to meet with these students, I had our school actually chooses a board prep program that we use uh, for our students and with our students. So they're not okay. fortunately for them. They're they're not trying to choose between a half a dozen different board prep uh, products and maybe picking two or three and, and, and having that. But even this one resource that we right. use, the book weighs five or six pounds. It's huge. It's, you know, yeah. it's probably six or 700 pages of material. And like you said, it's very dense, it's technical. And you know what your point that you make is where do you even start with something like that? Right? Where do you I mean start? that's gotta be overwhelming? It, it is. And the density of these documents, it might not even go all the way down into the this the super granular. Oh, it does because doesn't. it's ex, it's expecting you to know all this stuff. So it's like it's like a really big fat outline that's just mm-hmm. jam-packed top down. And if you don't understand the stuff when you get down to the bottom, then you might be in trouble there as well. And then how are you supposed to? What's the um, what's the entry point, right? How do you mm-hmm. how do you start to plug into this thing? I mean, I think what a lot of people do they 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 give given up their agency, and they're and they're hooking it onto the review program itself, and they're like press play on the video or what? Just start reading it. Is that what? I mean, I think that's it's it's one of those things, right? Does this does this program? That you guys are using have a video series attached to it, or is it? it um, there is are some video elements to it, especially those that are associated with uh, some of the practice questions. 
um, mm-hmm. that they have. So um, there are video links to um, explanations for the different practice questions. Um, uh. So, um, but a lot of the, at least the materials that I've seen, you know, a lot of them are, you know, written materials, you know, big book. Mm-hmm. I have it around, you know, I have it around here somewhere with my, in my stack of books here. But um, so, yeah, but I'm, I know that there are a lot of other resources out there that have video lectures and other sorts of things that you can use to interface to essentially relearn things that, you may think that you have forgotten or didn't learn in the first place. Well, you're revi- yeah. I mean, you're you're, th- but then you're plowing through all these videos, which yep. is probably very passive. It's yep. not true, and you feel engaged because you're like listening to a video series, but that's not actually identifying holes in your knowledge right. or what you're. Because at this point, especially, it's true all the way through uh, these these programs. But once you get to boards, it's never truer to say like how how if you're super familiar with the topic. How is that going to feel when you're in those questions? And the answer is it's going to feel terrible. If, yeah. if, if your mastery ends at I'm super duper familiar, that means you're going to get down to like two, you're always going to be able to narrow down to two or three and say, I know it's one of these, but I don't know which one because your knowledge hierarchically goes like three layers deep, but this is asking for like four or five, six layers deep. Mm-hmm. to be able to parse those final layers. And so a lot of the studying that I see happen here is very um, oriented toward familiarity. A lot of yeah. just churn, churn, churn. Let me, let, me, let me follow up with another question here to give you a chance to maybe delineate or bullet point out um, some things here that I think our listeners might be really interested in. You know, and, and what I'm really curious to find out from you is what are some of those common mistakes um, that you see uh, with students that they make when preparing for board examinations. You work a lot with, with especially with medical students preparing for the USMLE. But mm-hmm. you know, what are some things that our listeners out there should really avoid doing during their board prep time? Well, I was talking to somebody yesterday about this, and I talk to people about this all the time. I I, I like to talk, start big picture and work our way inward from that really high uh, high altitude bird's eye view. And, and work our way inward, right? To, to me, it starts with, the, the biggest issue starts with conception. The way that you are conceiving of your role as a learner mm-hmm. at a board prep level. Now, we can talk about this later, but first of all, you can't have that office drone mentality of like, okay. I, I, somebody said, if somebody says to me, like, I don't get it, I'm spending 10 hours a day prepping for boards. Why are my scores not going up? Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, I don't even know where to begin with that because I'm like, well, what, what, what's happening in those 10 hours? If I told you I'm going to the gym every day, why am I not ripped? Like, what does that mean? What am I, what's my methodology? What am I doing within, you know, macro micro levels of my exercise? Right. So first of all, I think just saying like, I'm punching the time clock. Why am I not getting paid is the wrong mentality. You know, okay. I think that we have to have an entrepreneurial a business owner mentality to all of this stuff where you are the business owner. You're accountable for everything, including results, not okay. just like, Hey, I wash my hands of it. Okay. We can talk about that later. But so, so to me, when I talk to a student who's prepping for boards, now maybe they're just beginning, maybe they're midway through, maybe they, they've had to extend when they're going to take their test because the, the, the needle is just not moving. And it, it, they lump everything together under a singular umbrella of board prep. And okay. what I mean by that is like they're putting all the study side stuff and the knowledge side stuff mixed in with the test question stuff. 
and the test training stuff. So to me, that means like they're talking about reading review books and review materials, watching review lectures, rewatching review lectures, reviewing, reading over stuff they've already learned, maybe going back to some of their previous sources or lecture material, or they're siphoning out onto a secondary tertiary source, or they've got a YouTube channel they like to watch or whatever that might be. Maybe they're taking copious notes on these things and they want to review those notes. Maybe they're making combined notes that they're hoping to come back and review, but who knows if they do, but who knows what review means. Uh, they're quizzing themselves, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're doing uh, Anki type like, like, like skill and drill stuff. Maybe they're, they're doing practice questions, obviously. Doing practice questions is a massive, massive part of board prep. And I agree with that, but I think the role of it should be a little, we, we need to be a little more discerning about the role of that. Okay, so let me let me see if I can summarize what we're saying here with this first bullet point, so that um, so that I, I I get what you're talking about here. So, you know, this whole idea of drone mentality versus entrepreneur mentality in terms of yeah. you know being um, being strategic with your exam preparation and following a process that utilizes good um, productivity skills, time um, um, study skills, and those sorts of approaches that will get you the best results versus the mentality of you're just going to, you're going to gut through, plow through the material. You're putting in long days, you're doing a lot of hard work, but you're getting very little return on your investment. And the, both of those are approaches that you can take, but one's going to give you the board scores that you're looking for. The other one, it's just going to cause you a lot of hard work and maybe not the results that you're looking for. Is that? I mean, all, I mean, all of it, all of it has a gigantic maybe caveat. Yeah. I can sit here and criticize or talk about low yield strategies, yeah. but there are people out there who profit profoundly by mm. doing the low yield strategies we're talking about. There are people out there that can just sit and watch videos and absorb it and regurgitate and, 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 and master the material that way. Right. Those are like the, but, those are the people on the far end of the spectrum, but those those people don't need to be listening to me talk. I mean, that's yeah, they're, the, they they're be, the exception to the rule rather than the rule. But however big that however big that exception might be, is it five percent? Is it forty percent? Is it fifty percent? I don't know. I don't, I don't talk how, to those and people. How, and how do you know? No, right, right. Yep. And, and a lot of people didn't want to be that person. Right. A lot of people are like I would I would choose to be that one. Well, sure you would. We all would, right? Right. But. Like I would choose to have the body of like my, the body of a twenty-year-old, but um, that's just not how it goes. Um, <laughs> so, but so so yes, I mean, obviously, when we talk about you know the best the best way to approach this again at the highest level, what I would say is I don't want to lump everything under a single umbrella of quote unquote board prep. Okay. To me, as soon as I start talking to somebody about prepping for their boards. I don't want it to be all mixed together. I don't want the study stuff, the organization of the knowledge, the or the, the organization, the encoding, the consolidation, the retrieval. That's all study side. I don't want that contaminated and cross and mixed with the use and utility of practice questions. Right. So what you're saying is you... Thanks for tuning in to the StatMed Podcast. If you like the show, we hope you'll subscribe. 
you can find more test-taking and studying strategies specifically developed for med students and physicians over at our blog at statmedlearning.com. Thanks for listening. 